everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Moreva. I'm the director of the show, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? It's going great. How you doing? <laughs> okay. How about you? Eh, you know, just uh, just getting ready to talk about some movies. Oh, yeah. A, got an epic a to talk end. about today. Yeah. Um, it's the a long The Alamo. One. Yeah. The Alamo. John Wayne directed, stars in... Um, smoked during it all, like <laughs> a lot, a lot apparently. Um, well, this is okay. So it's his first film to first direct. directorial. Yeah, he yeah. had done hundreds of films, but well, not hundreds, maybe a hundred, like yeah. maybe a hundred. Yeah, by the time he got to this one, and you know, he doesn't pick like a tiny film, right? Like you know, the Hellfighters <laughs> or Dotari or anything. He right. picks. The Alamo, you know, the with Alamo. a cast of 7,000 extras. Right. And 1,500 horses. Right. <laughs> to, to be his first film to direct. And if it had been anybody else, probably, uh, it would have been a giant failure. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah. That's but true. He, had, he knew the business. He knew what to do. And, you know, he'd seen how many directors over the years. Oh, he'd yeah. worked with so many. And some really great directors, you know, John Ford. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he'd been at, he'd learned at the, uh, at the table of those guys. Yeah. So, yeah, when it came his turn, he was, he was extraordinarily ready. But it is, I mean, a three-hour epic, that is, uh, that's a lot for anybody. That is a lot off. for any director's first time out. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So, it's the story of the Alamo. Right. I guess if you don't know, Robert will set it up right. for the you. The birth of, well, it's a part of the birth of Texas, right? That, right. Uh, that the Texicans um, wanted very badly to have their own country, to, to separate, you know, get this land away from what was part of Mexico at the time. Right. And, you know, Mexico didn't dig it. And, uh, you know, they, they sent an army up to, uh, to get, get these guys uh, who were all held up in the mission area of uh, what was San Antonio at the time, right? Was, right. You know, uh, the Alamo. And, uh, you know, it didn't, didn't go so well for Did those guys. Did not go very well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. What, 158, uh, I think? I may oh, be wrong was, on that number. No, Defenders? Was, yeah, no, it was it was 100 and something. It was, it yeah, was pretty high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and against like 7,000. Uh, Mexican troops, right, with cannons and exactly cavalry whole... and everything. <laughs> um, so John Wayne, he didn't, he actually financed this film, right, um, or at least partially financed it. You know, oh, almost, uh, almost, ex- almost entirely. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, so I, but I know we we were joking when we first started about him smoking so much, but uh-huh. that is literally like documented that he was pretty much if he was not on camera. He was smoking cigarettes. One after the other. One after the other. Way. Chain smoking and yeah. just nervous, I guess. And well, he had. Full of okay, anxiety. Republic Pictures, who he had done so much work for, uh, he went to them and said, you know, I've got this picture I want to, you know, I want to produce. Yeah. And they looked at the price tag and they said, this is not for us. Right. They, they, they did like B movies at right. the time. They were doing, yeah. Oh, yeah. Short yeah. B movies, you know, things that they could do on a, on a really shoestring budget. Right. And um, so they said no. And he was like, I'm going to get this produced. I, I'm going to do this myself. So he uh, put up his all of his houses. Houses. Houses, plural. yeah, plural there. Uh, his cars. Plural. And plural. his beloved yacht, Singular. which he loved and used a lot. You know. Right. Um, and, you know, then borrowed some money from other people, you know, to, to get this made. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it initially 
was considered a box office flop. Right. Uh, it wasn't until it went into television that he was able to uh, recoup the money that he had put into it. Yeah. Was, so this was made in 1960. Yeah. Yeah, 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 1960. He didn't recoup that until it premiered on NBC in 1971. Wow. So he was in the hole for 11, for 11 years. years. Wow. <laughs> Well, and, and knowing that he was strapped for cash, um, Richard Boone actually agreed to waive his fees uh-huh. um, if Wayne gave him the buckskin jacket that he wore during the movie. Which is a great deal. Which is a great deal. Now, years later, when Wayne had recouped all uh-huh. of his money and everything like that, as a gift, as a thank you gift for, for doing that, he uh, presented Richard Boone with a Rolls Royce. Yeah. So, you know. Which is nice. Which is nice to have. <laughs> I have three. No, I'm kidding. If you're uh, cruising down Sunset Boulevard, <laughs> you want to be in that Rolls Royce. That's know? right. That's right. Um, so there was, there's a lot of actors in this, like we said, besides just the extras. I mean, 7,000 extras oh, in these man. battle scenes, 1,500 horses. Um, all the wranglers all for the that. All the wranglers. Uh, uh, the camera crews, the multiple camera crews on a lot of these big epic shots you yeah. know the 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 battlefield scenes right uh you've got maybe 20 crews out there running those panaflex cameras and um you know everybody trying to stay out of the, each other's way the the camera guys are probably dressed in uh, mexican yeah. military uniforms yeah. so it's a lot a lot to keep track of um even just a regular film is tough oh, yeah but to do something on this order i would say only john wayne would probably be the f- a first-time director that could pull that could off. Pull it off, yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about some of the actors in this, some of the supporting actors, because um, there's a couple really great stories, uh-huh. um, especially revolving Chill Wills and and some of them. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell that story. I love um, that. So Chill Wills very badly wanted an Academy Award, and he put a uh, a full-page ad in Variety saying, um, you're all my, my Alamo cousins, all you in the, in the academy, you're all my Alamo cousins, and I love all of, all of you, um, so I want you to vote for me at, as best supporting actor. In fact, um, the, uh, he says in the ad, uh, the, the crew and the cast of the Alamo want me, uh, are praying harder for me to get this Academy Award then the people of the Alamo prayed for their own lives. And that it pissed off John Wayne. I was going to say, that made some people mad. Yeah. yeah. It pissed yeah. off John Wayne so that the next, um, the next ep, uh, edition of Variety, Wayne took out a, an ad himself say, denouncing Chill Will's um, right. you know, bravado. And so a third person ends up uh, taking out an ad. Groucho Marx <laughs> I love that. took out an ad um, <laughs> that uh, says, uh, Mr. Wills, I thank you very much. I'm so glad that you love me as your cousin, but I voted for Sal Minio <laughs> in, uh, what's the film? In 1960, uh, this, um, it's one that we just read. Oh, uh, Exodus. Exodus. Of course, yeah. Exodus. Yeah, that, uh, he vo- that, that Groucho Marx voted for Sal Minio in Exodus. Well, Le- Wayne later said that he thought that Lawrence Harvey should have received the nomination over uh-huh. Chill Wills, but right, you know, which but, is a kick in the which is you know because yeah. uh, they were yeah. friends, Chill Wills and John Wayne, but this really upset Wayne. Well, and like so, let's talk a little bit about some of these other like Charlton Heston was uh-huh. one that was considered for who Jim Bowie, uh huh, yeah, but uh, again, he 
you know, he he didn't like the fact that Wayne was a first-time director. First time director, yeah. And he, you know, he didn't really want to take part in this, even though he he shared uh, the same politics as Wayne. And there is politics behind this. This oh, was, of course, yeah. um, this was, uh, you know, the uh, height of the Cold War, and Wayne saw this as kind of an allegory for. Uh, communist expansion, communist aggression, uh, you know, so instead of uh, communists, you know, he's fighting Mexicans. But, you know, uh, the underlying message is, you know, this is what we could face, you know, this invasion of thousands into America if we are not vigilant. And so, yeah, I mean, it's a thinly veiled sort of um, story about that. You know, and then, of course, the next film that he he helped finance was the Green Berets. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Alamo Village, which was the set built for this. Because, <laughs> no, it was not shot at the actual Alamo. Right, right. You couldn't. Um, you there's couldn't. a Burger King across the street from the Alamo. If you've ever been there. It's I've like, been to the Alamo. It's, <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I mean, it was a very uh-huh. cool you know, experience, very yeah. cool tour and everything like that. But you're right. There is, it's like <laughs> industry all around it, you know. Could you, did you go to the basement when you were there at the Alamo? No, no I couldn't find my bicycle either. <laughs> <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> um, yeah, so this Alamo village was built. It took them two years to build it. Yeah. Two years. Um, and it was used on over a hundred other westerns right. throughout the years. Um, it closed in like 2010. Yeah, I think, not finally. that long ago. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you, you could go down and take tours right. in the in the town of uh, was it Brackettville? I think that sounds right. Yeah, uh, Texas. That um, it was on this ranch, uh, like 2,200 acre ranch uh, down there. That he, you know, he got a, a permission. Right. Um, Wayne originally wanted to shoot it in Mexico to save right. money, right? But the daughters of the uh, Republic of Texas, you know, very nice ladies who wore gloves when they went out uh, in public, they um, wrote him a very stern letter saying, if you, you know, you can do this. You can shoot it in Mexico, but don't expect it to ever play in Texas if you do. <laughs> and so he got the message. He found a, uh, a a landowner down there that they could build that, and then you know when Wayne sees the um, meets the, the the guy who's going to build it, um, it, he's a Mexican immigrant, right? Right. This is funny, you know. So, uh, uh, and Wayne is a little taken aback and says, uh, "Do you think you can build the Alamo?" And and the the guy, you know, the builder, he shoots right back and goes, "Do you think that you can make a movie, Mister Wayne?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> but you know, uh, this picture was never at the at the time was not released in Mexico. Right. They didn't. They didn't they, let it they out. They didn't let that one go. Huh? <laughs> wow. Um, another actor that I thought was an interesting uh, decision or interesting try because he didn't actually get him was Clark Gable. Uh-huh. I wanted Clark Gable to play Davy Crockett. Huh. I thought that was an interesting, but... That would have been, you know, that would have been good. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Gable was close to the end of his career right. at the time. and uh, But still, you know, he wanted to get out of that um, that romantic lead right. uh, that he had been so locked into for most of his career after Gone with the Wind. Yeah. And, yeah, this could have been something that uh, broke him out of that. He, uh, you know, he still did, like, The Misfits. 
mm-hmm. uh, a great film of yeah, his later in his one. career. Um, he still had a lot to uh, to give, and uh, yeah, it might have been interesting to see what he did with that. Yeah, um, I thought it was funny that they were like, well, th- one of the main reasons that John Wayne wanted him was because he was a fellow Republican <laughs> with <laughs> anti-communist views. Uh-huh. I guess everybody else had pro-communist Oh, yeah, they were all uh, <laughs> secret commies. No, no. Well, you know, uh, he, had, uh, he had approached, uh, again, Charlton Heston and then Clark Gable, right? And, uh, it, unfortunately, he's, he's, you know, letting his politics get into his, yeah. his craft. You know, because there were other, like, uh, uh, Richard Widmark was yeah. a, uh, a very liberal Democrat. Right. Um, so, yeah, there, there were people that, that had, and, and Richard Boone as well was also uh, liberal. Yeah. Um, another actor that um, wanted to be in the movie, but I guess wasn't invited, was uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Another liberal. Another liberal. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we were joking before the show about where's the song and dance scene right. in, in, in the Alamo. The but. big dance number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sammy Davis Jr. Now, he wanted uh, them basically, I guess, to create a role of the Negro slave. Right. I mean, he just wanted to be in the film. Yes. And, you know, he would have been terrific, I'm sure. Um, uh, you know, how that would fit in, I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, but. you would have had to kind of gone into a side story a little bit there yeah. and, and everything. But, uh, but yeah, very interesting. Um, and they wanted to keep fairly close to the uh, real history yeah. of what happened. Yeah. And uh, there, there were, uh, there had been um, Negro slaves that were in that. Um, in fact, some of, the, um, some of the controversy of this film is that it's basically a... Um, People of the time were saying that it's, it, it, you know, a, an allegory about uh, communism, but at the same time, the actual fight was for uh, to be able to come into the, uh, 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 like a slave state. Right. So it was, you know, it was a pro-slavery uh, group of people at the Alamo. Right. And that, uh, you know, here, you know, we're rooting for, you know, these are the good guys uh, right. against the Mexicans who are coming in. You right. Know. Yeah. Um, another interesting fact, completely yeah. diverting away from that. Um, <laughs> Controversy. Let's get away from let's that. Let's get away from that. No, um, Lawrence Harvey uh-huh. had his foot broken during this movie. Yeah. When a cannon rolled over it. Now, I'm guessing, you know, it's, it's easier back in the day to just get a real cannon <laughs> than, you know, today they would build a foam one or whatever. Right. You know, and do it with CGI. Do a CGI. Yeah, exactly. A green cannon. A green but yeah, in this no, and 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 he broke his foot, but he continued on with the scene. He's a pro. Never broke character. Uh huh. Broke his foot, but not his character. <laughs> so um, he entertained everybody on the set too uh, during you know the downtime. Um, Wayne had a real respect for Lawrence Harvey. Um, he liked work. He wanted to work very much with the, some of the classically trained English actors. And, uh, you know, he had liked what he had seen with, uh, um, you know, at the time, Spartacus. Yeah. Um, with Peter Ustinoff and, and uh, of course, the great uh, Sir Laurence Olivier. Um, uh, that he, he very much wanted to. And, and so he, he thought this was a great, um, this was a great uh, addition to the cast. Yeah. 
Well, it's a great movie. It, it's a it's it's get ready for a long movie. Yeah, it, it is a long movie, um, but it's a great movie. Get a lot of popcorn. Get a lot of popcorn. Sit down with a friend, and uh, and yeah, check this one out because yeah. uh, it's you know as much as it's got some fictional aspects in it. Yeah, because you know, it's a movie. I'm sure they've taken some liberties here and there, but it's pretty ba- close, pretty closely based. Um, on historic facts, right, and yeah. um, and then you know go and see it's the visually album. beautiful too. You know, I mean, cinemascope, oh, yeah. Technicolor. I mean, it is uh, those battle scenes with the with all those extras and oh, the horses yeah. are just gorgeous to watch. Mm-hmm. Just gorgeous to watch. And you actually just recently uh, recreated a uh, <laughs> a wagon train, a wagon train with a bunch of extras, fifteen and, extras. Well, okay. Well, I cannot not, imagine not quite to the 7, seven thousand mark, but yeah, just put a bullet in me, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I couldn't, I can't even imagine seven extras, (laughs) so that's how bad I am. So, um, but anyway, um, tune in next week. Um, Mm -hmm. We've got some interesting podcasts coming up over the next few weeks. We are taking three weeks off because we are doing our annual pledge drive. Please, uh, please, um, you know, send in anything that you can possibly spare. Please If you enjoy our, our show and all the other great shows here on OETA. Uh, just chip it a little bit, right? Whatever you can. We'll take anything. Or sell your house. <laughs> yeah. Put up a mortgage against your houses and your yachts and your cars and uh, donate generously. No, uh, seriously, go, you can go to OETA.tv, yes. um, find the Donate Now button, and contribute anything you can. Um, we love our sustaining, sustainer members. That, uh-huh. That's someone who gives every month. And, uh, you know, it could be $5. It could be $10. It could be whatever. And uh, that you just that you pledge to put up for a year uh-huh. and uh, then renew and, and everything. And it really helps us out. It keeps programs, our local programs, our national programs, this podcast. It helps keep everything on yeah. the air and running smooth. That's right. So we always appreciate that. Um, we will return on March 18th um, with a great movie called Tender Mercies. Oh, yeah. Um, I had never heard of it until Academy we got award winner. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how it's... How it oh really? You not? I'd, yeah, uh, I didn't this watch it until yeah. when it came out. Uh, Robert, Robert Duvall. Duvall yeah, and, uh, yeah. It was. It's a. It's yeah. A, it's you a, know, it's nothing like this. It's very. It's, it's set in Texas, but it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's very about the only the similarity, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was very surprised when I when I watched it. it it's a it's a great movie. So, uh-huh. um, so anyway, um, the next couple of weeks we're going to just talk about some random conversations that we. Uh, Thought about. We're going to talk about the highest grossing movies. Yeah. Um, the most requested movies on Movie Club, the ones that I get emails and phone calls all the time about saying, please show this. <laughs> and, and then uh, the top five funniest movies, uh, according to, according to uh, Rolling, Rolling Stone. Stone. That's right. You got to yeah. put that little. According to Rolling Stone. According to Rolling Asterisk Stone. On there. there. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So join in uh, the next few weeks. We'll have some fun. And until then, take care. Bye bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.